Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And you can email us anytime, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online, it is where the game starts. Kevin, we have an announcement, a big announcement in this podcast. Uh, the lockout is still ongoing. Yes, and and Mr. Nick Lebraico has become the 216th subscriber on the YouTube channel. Let's get hey, very good. Mike Zanino's batting average. From 2021. That's done. So guess what, people? We're going step by step on our way to 1,000. Yes. Okay, so next up, league average, batting average uh, of the 2021 season. We, we said it was between 231 and 233. Okay, let's just call it 230. Okay. So that's the next stop, okay? Let's get to 230, people. We can do it. I like it. I like it. Uh, I did mention the lockout at the top there. Uh, as far as I know, the lockout is still ongoing unfortunately and it brings up the question uh yeah there's gonna be other forms of baseball that you can watch if you're inclined there's college baseball there's i guess high school baseball yeah uh the minor leagues will be starting the season as normal mm -hmm. so the question is will you be paying more attention to those outlets of baseball or are you as a fan just focused on MLB or bust? Uh, personally, I do think my attention has kind of drifted uh -huh. to other things. I mean, not only baseball. Like, uh, I did go to a USF game, and that was really fun. Yes. Uh, I, I will pay attention to the minor leagues probably more than I ever have, mm -hmm. to be honest. Yes. And also uh, getting more into uh, – soccer you know internationally like yeah. spanish league english league so uh, my attention is now up for grabs yes and that is a problem that mlb just made itself half same and it is march which means you're going to have march madness before mm -hmm. you know it there's going to be nba playoffs before you know it there's going to be nhl playoffs before you know it uh, you're going to have the NFL draft. I mean, it is technically NFL draft season with the NFL combine yeah. happening. So there's a lot of other directions that I'm being pulled right now. I'll say this. I am not going to be following the standings day in and day out of the Durham Bulls and the Bowling Green Hot Rods. If there's an opportunity to watch a minor league game in the Tampa Bay area, I will go to that game. Right. But it's not like I am going to... Oh, what is this? What did this prospect do last night? I'm not going to be reading the blurbs and the news items of what Curtis Mead did uh, the night before or the week before. I'm not that invested into it. It's if I there's don't a know. game locally. If there's a game locally, I will be. I'll I'll make more of an effort to maybe attend that game, like USF yeah. or Tampa Tarpons, whatever it may be. 
But as of today, I mean, if the lockout keeps going on, we might be uh, locked on raised prospects. Well, that's exactly my point. Like you say that now, not yeah. checking the standings in that, but with the way that MLB and the MLBPA are behaving and they're kind of dug in and they both are entrenched in their positions, this doesn't seem yeah. like we're going to have baseball in April at the earliest in May. So if that keeps going, though, yeah, I'm I'm sure you're going yeah. to see Curtis Mead clippings and you're going to read up a little bit more than you think right now. But uh, hopefully not. Hopefully right. this lockout ends uh, sooner than later. But, oh man, I think we're going to we're, we're in for a season where you do get to know a yeah. little bit more about college baseball. You do get to know a little bit about my minor leagues. And 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 that's not yeah. awful as a as an individual to right. have that knowledge, but it's awful for MLB. Yes, uh, in fact, I went to I've gone to more college baseball games so far this season than I have uh, in the last decade. Yes, and uh, that is one. I went to one game Same. within the last couple of weeks. But again, it's okay. I have. I can get that experience now, as opposed to if spring training was going on. Sorry, USF baseball. Sorry, FGCU baseball. I'm not following your sport. But if I'm going to be down in there, it's like, I kind of aching for a baseball game. I'll go out and see it. Of course, it's a little bit of a different product where guys are topping out at 84, 85 miles an hour and using aluminum bats. But it is what it is. And that I, not to get into a whole thing here, but if you're a Division I college baseball program, one, you need to make sure you're selling. Uh, be, you need to be having beer and alcohol and don't take cash only. I, I'm a Rays fan, okay? I, I'm so used to cashless payments, so don't make it difficult on me where I have to know going in yeah. that I have to have cash when I didn't know that. Oh, so how quickly people to, change. Yeah. I just Remember? like to have the option. I want to have options. I don't want it. I'm calling out FGCU baseball right now. Call out the TROP, too, because they don't have cash options. I'm I, Look... I remember yeah, when but it, everybody has a credit card and everybody has tell, tell that to the 10 year old who mows the, the neighbor's lawn and he gets paid $10, man. And That's he goes fair. to the trop and but, he I mean, wants he, to he buy can wait, something. He can wait for the consent, the, uh, the guy to come. What is it called? The guy that walks around the with, vendor. Yeah. The vendor. Yeah. They take cash. Okay. Well, sure. I don't so. know. Well, the point is Kevin aluminum bats throw me off. Yeah. So when I went to the USF game and the bling, it's, it's yeah. It's a little bit to get used to, but I mean, look, USF has a great ballpark. It has a great atmosphere. It has uh, a knowledgeable fan base. It has a knowledgeable fan base because you could see people in the stands. They they knew the players. Obviously, there's a lot of more family and friends that go to college games, right? Especially, right. but. It was nice to feel that ballpark atmosphere again and, and being outside, yeah. obviously, it, it's, a, it's a great one. So if you're in the Tampa Bay area, I recommend USF ball games. Kirkering, the, the, the pitcher the other day, he was throwing 92. Oh, wow. So, okay. no, you know, it was it, it, it was a good ball game. So Yeah. Uh, and if you go to uh, USF Field, you may or may not have an opportunity to see Bryce Harper and Aaron Judge, uh, Luke Voight, uh, Tim Beckham, like you, who knows? Yeah. Anybody could be there this time of year. They're right training, man. They're on. making ads, commercials, and all that stuff over there. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a good place to be right now.
Yeah. Um, so we did put a question out on Twitter. The ongoing MLB lockout will not affect minor league teams' ability to play. So do you plan to turn more attention to the minor league baseball season and follow it more closely over the next several weeks or months? About uh, 73.5% say yes, I need my baseball fix. And 26.5% say no, only care about MLB. I want to talk to that 26%. Uh-huh. And tell them what are you doing right now in that small time frame of spring training? Let's say hour and a half that you're paying attention to baseball. There's no baseball. What are you doing with that hour and a half? Yeah. Are you more turning into basketball? Are you turning into March Madness? Are you turning into soccer? Like, yeah. what is the biggest competition? Is there, are you turning into hockey? Like, or are you just going on YouTube and and watching some it's videos or or Reading books. What what is that competition for MLB when there is no MLB? Everything, all types of entertainment, and particularly in Florida this time of year with the beaches and everything, it's it's a lot. I I totally get those folks that are like, I'm sick of the lockout. I need to find something else to do and watch. I'm going to do that. I'm not I'm not yeah. really focused on it right now until they come to an agreement. So it is interesting to uh, think about and talk about. Uh, let's move along here. Uh, today we have, uh, what are we doing? Uh, rankings for defense in the AL East, correct? That's right. The How the division lines up defensively. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. We'll get to that. But first, we've got to tell you about uh, Bet Online. Bet Online. Uh, it is the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. So head over to their website today or use that mobile device of yours to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline. It is where the game starts. I should note, just awesome odds, totals, player performance props, just so much that you can do on that site. Again, that is Bet Online. Uh, okay, Ulysses, uh, we get into uh, fielding and defensive rankings within the AL East division, uh, like we've been doing with some of the... Uh, other areas of this discussion really i mean i'm, I'm just going to flat out say it. our bosses told us we need to do some sort of ranking thing so that's what we're doing uh inside baseball right there exactly so five four three two one yes uh let's go ahead and get into it okay um just a, a word of caution here with the defensive and, and fielding uh metrics people i want to live in a world where Traditional stats and analytics are in a tree and they're sitting on a tree and they're kissing and everything's just roses. Mm -hmm. That's the that's the world I want to live in. However, we know that that's not the world that we all live in and it's not reality, right? There's just this fight in between traditional stats and analytics. I don't understand it. I want them to complement each other and to live harmoniously. They're the uh, Hatfield and McCoys, Democrats and Republicans. It's not e gonna exactly. So uh, let's. Having said that, even though I want to live in that world, there is something I really think that we should take with a grain of salt, and those are defensive metrics. Yeah. Because when you look at the 2021 team defensive uh, rankings by Defensive War in Fangraphs, the Rockies are number two on that list. So, How are you number two on that list and you're uh, 
basically the worst team in baseball, right? Or one of the worst teams in baseball. Worst team in the National League. You could make the you could make the argument that they're the worst franchise, yeah. like from top to bottom, like ownership down to the vending machine. So yeah. again, and and I got to be honest, I haven't watched a lot or any Rockies baseball, so I can't speak to their defense. I know that Nolan Arenado is no longer part of the team. They still have Trevor Story. Right. And who knows? Maybe they have good. That is their one thing is they have a good defense, but they're not very good in everything else. But my take is, okay, their home games are in Coors Field. They're just giving up bombs. So there's just less opportunities to make errors and so forth. Yeah, but then again, that that outfield is quite big. So maybe there there's kind of a leeway of, of that park adjusted. And, and, and so they're not supposed to have that this much range. The point is defensive metrics with a grain of salt, people. So what I did was take three of the metrics – uh, to understand them, okay, and then rank them within the division. the 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 three uh, that I took was defensive WAR, uh, defensive run saved, and also uh, outs above average. So I looked at the ranking between all of the AL East division uh, teams, okay, and I made my ranking out of that. No uh, UZR, no uh, who has the most Gold Glove awards? And no UZR or Gold Gloves. Those were my three. So, question. Yes. Question. Out of outs above average. Uh huh. Defensive run saved okay. and defensive war. Okay. Which metric do you trust the most? Or you're trusting them about 33%. 33%. Okay. Yeah, they're all uh, weighted equally yeah. in my ranking. Yes. I have a tendency to maybe lean toward outs above average. I think that was really that that one's really good for outfielders. I think it, it measures that's fair. outfielders. Yeah, really well. they they might have to come up with a better metric for infielders. Infield. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. So Shall we get into it? Let's get, get into, into it. Okay. Very big preamble. Um, add my number five spot, and that's maybe why I did the preamble. Number five spot, your New York Yankees. The Yankees are your number five, not the Orioles. When you look at defensive war, they're 22nd, okay? Compared to the Orioles, they're 13th. Defensive run saved, the Yankees are 29th. The Orioles are 24th. And outs above average, Yankees are 25th. Orioles are 28th. I and these are from 2021. Correct. Okay. So when I so when I just put it all in my in my in my calculator and 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 average those numbers up, I'm sorry. The New York Yankees, according to those three metrics, okay, they are the worst fielding team. And one more thing. Okay. By putting them in 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 fifth, who's their center fielder? Nobody knows right now. Yeah. Who's their shortstop? Nobody knows right now. Who's their catcher? Garrett Cole doesn't know that because he doesn't want Gary Sanchez behind the plate. As Blake Snell once said, slap blank defense. Well, that. Yeah. And he also said this about Gary Sanchez. Couldn't block a beach ball. <laughs> there you go. So, so when your line, your straight line in your defense is a couple of question marks and a third, like, wow, okay, I yeah. really, I would rather not have you in the starting lineup of a, of a wild card game. Yeah, I'm going to put you at the fifth uh, spot there. That is interesting. So I have the Orioles number five, and I'll go ahead and say this. The Yankees are my number four, but it's very close. The reason I put the Orioles number five is because I just – I'm just going to go out and assume they're terrible at everything. Okay. They won't figure it out. Fair. Um, and that's just kind of, I sort of said, that, hey, I'm just basically always going to put the Orioles number five in these ranking system things that we're doing. But it's very, very close. In fact, you make a really good argument 
that as of today, again, once free agency happens, the complexion That's another of conversation. Yeah, that is a totally different conversation. But as of today, yeah, that, that Yankees defense does not look good. No. Um, I mean, I mean, who, not even that, Kevin, but at first base, you got uh, Luke Voigt, who apparently is going to be trade bait because he didn't like the way that they were they were treating yeah. him with his playing time in 2021. And Anthony Rizzo is a free agent. So who the hell is manning first base? So you don't know yeah. that. And at second base, Glaber Torres, who failed a, def a defensive uh, shortstop, now he's going to yeah. be moved back to second base. G.J. LeMahieu is not really a, a, a true third baseman. Now. So. Yeah. Well, here, here's what I also say is that they traded Tyler Wade, their defensive specialist, to the Angels. As much as Ruffnet Odor has, you know, gotten negative negativity in the press for his hitting or lack thereof at times, he's actually a good defender, and he's yes. now in the Orioles. So that's a plus for them and a minus for the Yankees. Now, having said all this, Joey Gallo is a terrific, terrific defender, but that's one guy. That's one uh, guy. And, and the Orioles have Actually, you look at their outfield. Their outfield is actually really solid. Austin Hayes is really good defensively. Yeah. Cedric right. Mullins as well. Yes. Now, the catching position, look, I think... Adley. That, Adley coming up. Yeah, well, it depends when they go to him. Right now, it's Jacob Nottingham. But that, So that's, that's the thing. I have the Orioles five. Okay. The Yankees four. But it's very close. And but, I okay. assume you probably have the Orioles number four. You would be assuming... Uh, incorrectly really okay but, interesting uh yeah no uh because no i'm just kidding yeah it's the baltimore Orioles. oh man you threw me for a loop there i was gonna say <laughs> really no it's the baltimore orioles the baltimore orioles on my fourth but um yeah this this was i, I think that the, the big the big uh whoop-a-doop uh, on this list uh can we move on to third place i think before we move on we got to get some uh recharge and refuel God, you know what? I do feel like recharging a little bit of my batteries, but if I want to do it in a healthy and delicious way, what should I do? Built Bar is really, I think, the only way to go. That's in right. In fact, what the Yankees should do is they should just put a Built Bar out in center field. Yeah. And I think, you know, maybe the Built Bar could get more catches than whoever they're going to put out there. I would I would, I would, put one behind the dish yeah. instead of getting too. You just put Built Bars yeah. up the middle yes. and you'll be all settled. There you Built go. Built Bar boxes. You know why? Because they are one uh, covered in 100% real chocolate. And that would help. They are delicious. They're low calorie, high protein. You can replace candy bars with these, okay? Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams sugar, 4 grams net carbs, and 17 grams of protein they are good for you and they are good for your taste buds as well so what do you have to do you go to built.com and then you're going to use promo code locked 15 and get 15 percent off your build bar order and remember they've got so many many flavors mint brownie coconut coconut almond white chocolate cookies and cream the puffs they're all, all delicious. So you go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order at built.com. Uh, you can also save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and their prices are reliably low for every customer. They've got everything you need, brake part, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet so be sure to go explore their easy to use website today to find this solution to your auto part needs and when you go to their website rockauto.com 
be sure you write locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you to the right place. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That is rockauto.com. This was tough for me, number uh -huh. three, because I um, kind of inside baseball there. I had a I had a, I had a tie there, and I just at the pod, I made a decision. Last minute, you have to make a decision. I I can't allow you to do the ties. So I, it five four three two one. It's not five four a four a four b. No, it's it's well. These are your rankings. Well, this these is are it. Your rankings. Uh, I uh, I had to put Boston third because of Jackie Bradley Jr. coming back to the Red Sox in 2022. I had him fourth, tied with the Orioles. I didn't want to put him ahead of the Orioles. Like those three defensive metrics, the Orioles are graded better than the Red Sox. But the tiebreaker was Jackie Bradley Jr. for me. Uh, that guy is really, really good. He's really, really good. Yeah. With the stick, it's a wet newspaper. But with the glove, it's uh, Kiermaier-esque, uh, yes. and you have to respect that. So ultimately, I gave them the, the bump up at third uh, at third place. But again, not really wowing me, the Boston Red Sox. Defensive war, 20th in the league. Uh, defensive run safe, 18th in the league. Outs above average, 30th. Hmm. They're not a good defensive uh, uh, team. They really aren't. And I know they had the flashes with with Hunter Renfro, who is no longer there. Yeah. Who is going to be their first baseman? You don't know. Uh, I guess Bobby Dahlback, right? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, can you write that down with pen instead of a pencil? I, you know, Devers has never really wowed me at third. Uh, I think he's getting a little bit better, but he's still below average, I would say. I think he has gotten he's better. He's there yes. for the bat. Yeah, and Bogarts, who I would have highlighted with a bright neon pink highlighter, he's the th he's in the third percentile for outs above average in, sh in the shortstop position. So that surprised me. So again, uh, it was really tough for me to not put him yeah. a tie at fourth. I'll give him the third because of Jackie Bradley Jr. But honestly, they are not good. Uh, that's interesting. I actually have the Blue Jays third, and we did this exercise a little bit differently because I didn't totally put a whole bunch of weight into the defensive metrics because, again, you would have one source saying one thing, another being completely different, and it's hard to really go off of that. I just sort of look at what's on paper and go from there. And when I look at the Blue Jays as my number three team, the thing that stands out to me is that they're basically – average across the board defensively which i guess is is fine when you're looking at this i don't know if they have a within their defense well i guess did lourdes scoriel win a gold glove oh I, I, he I was dominated for sure I don't and know he, if he really deserved it but but i don't know no i mean really? just from the eye test that guy's a uh, hunter renfro-esque he thrower. must have improved okay. he he has a great arm he really does okay uh so now they all are losing Marcus Simeon, who actually uh -huh. defensive metrics from second base were really, really good on his part. Um, but I just see more or less average across the board with a couple standouts, but I guess really no like super net negative or super like, oh man, that 
that's our Gary Sanchez outside Get out of, of there. Yeah. Outside of Vlad Guerrero at first, but again, he's at first and he might eventually move over to DH at some point. So yeah. that's where, or might get better at first and just become an average guy. And that's okay. Yeah, he's getting, he's, he's, he's actually way better care of himself mm -hmm. physically. And that's a big part of uh, being serviceable defensively. Way better results at first base and way better plays that he has yeah. made that I thought he would. So good for him for his work ethic. And if uh, George Springer stays healthy or mostly healthy for a full season, then that should help them uh, in center field as well, though he's 32 and a half right now. So yeah, they're my number three. And again, I'm not doing ties, but that's they're very close to my number two, who are the Red Sox. And you actually make a lot of valid points about the defense, but I just... Maybe it's recency bias with the playoffs and everything that happened um, and how they position their guys. But I look at Alex Verdugo. He was, I mean, wasn't he a gold glove uh, candidate? Candidate, Yeah, I, I don't know if he's necessarily deserving of that. But I looked at Xander Bogart's standout, Kike Hernandez, big, uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. I see, you know, at least three that's a better outfield than, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that's kind of where I went with them at number two as of right now. But it's not, but again, if I could just say like 3A, 3B, it would be the Blue Jays okay. and the Red Sox. Yeah. Um. So there you go, because we all know who number one is. And it was by a landslide, Kevin. Yeah. I mean, in all of these metrics that I, that the defensive run saved, uh, defensive war, I was about of average. The Rays were seventh, fourth, and third, respectively. I mean, yeah. they were at the top of, of, of so many defensive metrics uh, within the division. I mean, uh, you have to give it to the Rays here. And they just they know where to position their guys. They know which guys to use yes. at certain times. The Rays are just head above, head, shoulders, torso, kneecaps above all of these four teams defensively. Kevin Kiermeyer, Mandy Margot, Brett Phillips, Mike Zanino. I mean, uh, Taylor Walls, add him to the equation. Buddy, when you go look at the 2021 outs above average leaderboard and you go through Mandy Margot, Kevin Kiermeyer, Brett Phillips, and Joey Wendell before you, hit, team, yeah. before you hit any other AL East competitor, mm -hmm. all of those guys rank above any other ALEs team. Yes. And also, I think what gives the Rays a bit of a boost defensively is that they're so familiar and they understand the dimensions and how Tropicana Field plays, where you have road teams that come in and it's like bad news bears. Yeah. The three-ring circus with, oh my gosh, the ball bounces that high off the artificial turf. Oh my gosh, oh. the ball is rolling that quickly yeah. on the infield. Oh my gosh, I lost the ball in the dome. Mm-hmm you see a lot of mistakes that it's like, have these guys ever played baseball before here? You know, it's, it's, it's kind of like practicing in a tougher environment so that when you go out, the yeah. game is easier. It's like when you, you know, when you're trying to get more hops and you put the ankle weights yeah. in, in high school, like, okay, I'm going to yeah. get more hops. Same thing. I think playing a tropic and a field practicing they say there, it's the best home field advantage. It's it's I think really helpful. Yeah. I mean, maybe not for your knees. Uh, ask Carl Crawford, but yeah, uh, it's um, it's good for your men. Yeah. For your um, well, that's practice. the other thing is maybe you know the Rays. I'm sure they have a system down for and workload management and everything like that. But 
other teams come in and they're not used to that artificial turf and how it plays. And it's yeah. like, man, after one game, my knees are killing me mm-hmm. here. So I think the Trop, that's basically a, a gold glove defender right there in some shape or form. Yeah. So it's a, it's a good thing. So five, four, three, two, one. Yours is? The New York Yankees are my f- number five. Okay. Orioles are number four. Red Sox, number three. Blue Jays, number two. Rays, Actually, Blue Jays number two, then like 20 feet. Yeah. Then the race are number one. Good point. Uh, I've got the Orioles five, Yankees four, Blue Jays three, Red Sox two, and the Rays one, of course. Real quickly, who is the best outfielder in the division? (sighs) Call it homerism, but I don't see anybody... In a, in a competition beating Kevin Kiermaier. I agree. Uh, who is the best infielder in the division? Defensively. <sighs> That's tough. That one's tough. I was going to say Sander Bogarts, but after kind of looking underneath the, the hood, I didn't really, I wasn't really that, that wowed. Quickly, I can't make this quickly. Infielder. Um, you know what? You said his name. I know he's young. I know it's a homerism yeah. too. Dude, what Taylor Walls did in the 2021 season is no joke. His defensive run save metrics were out of this world. Like he broke the top 10 at a certain point in the t- in in the 2021 season while only playing like 30 games. It's crazy, yeah. So, you know what? If Taylor Walls gets enough playing time, which I think he should be the Joey Wendell of 2021 and 2022 just by playing time, I would put some Green Skittles on bet online that Taylor Walls is going to be that guy. So he went to Gold Glove this year. I think depending on the playing time, and again, right now with the lockout, playing time could be eighty games to yeah. to have sufficient time if you're going to have a one hundred and twenty game season. Regardless, I feel like there's a Gold Glove in his future for sure. Twenty twenty two, I don't know. I don't know if the playing yeah. time will be there. Uh I'm kind of leaning toward Mike Zanino, but I know that's not really it, it that's almost ha- that almost has to be a different conversation if we're talking about first base, second base, third right. base, short specifically. I might kind of lean toward Kike Hernandez. I know okay. he played mostly outfield center field last season, but well, he ain't taking center from Jackie. No, so he's gonna get a lot more playing time at second base and maybe some yeah. little bit of action at short. And I imagine if you're just sticking at that one position that would be pretty darn effective at that one position so that's just a a name to uh keep in mind as well very good all right uh that'll do it for today's episode of the locked on rays podcast thank you for making it your first listen every day now make your second listen the locked on mlb podcast that is also free and available on all platforms we'll talk to you soon peace